30 Nisan, Lamed Nisan, Tzadik, His Praise, 280, Sunday, 25th Nisan, 5570, 1810. The Rebbe had been talking to me about the teachings of the Valshemtov and how original they were. The whole story of the Valshemtov was entirely without parallel. Nothing similar had been known before, except, perhaps, to some degree in the works of the Ari of Blessed Memory. This led the Rebbe to discuss the writings of the Ari, which he praised in glowing terms for the awesome revelations they contain, as is well known. The Rebbe had been studying the Likute Torah of the Ari, which contain remarkable teachings. He gave as an example the Ari's comment on the verse in Genesis 22-23, Shimona Ela, these eight did Milka beer, where he discusses eight times these, etc. The Rebbe went on to say, What nobody ever notices is that all their revelations only concern Asia Minor. All the events discussed took place only in Asia. Yet the truth of the matter is that the Torah contains an account of everything in the universe. There is nothing the Torah does not speak about. Thus, we find Germany mentioned in the Torah. It is just that the Torah does not make an entire story out of everything. At times, things are mentioned only to be ignored subsequently. Only where the Torah wants to does it give us the whole story, as in the case of Laban, etc. Nevertheless, the Torah contains allusions to everything. It is just that the sages of former times revealed only what concerned Asia. Yet the truth is, many nations existed in other parts of the world even prior to the revelation of the Torah. At the time the Torah was given, there were many faraway nations who had knowledge of the giving of the Torah through communications routes that existed then. Thus, the state of Saxony had been in existence even before the days of Abraham. Hungary, too, was a very ancient country, and the same goes for other countries outside Asia. However, nothing is said about these countries. The places which are mentioned, Egypt and so on, and these eight that Milka bore, are all in Asia, yet the Torah contains allusions to all things because Moses had knowledge of everything. The Rebbe went on to say that all the events which take place in this world contain allusions to things of the highest order. Nothing in the world is without significance. The world is never still for a moment. There is constant movement and change, and every single detail has a meaning. But it is no more than the faintest hint in relation to the Ein Sof, the infinite. Nothing in the world is more than a faint illusion in relation to what will be in the future when the renewal of the world comes about. The Rebbe then said, that everything that happens is merely working a thin thread of metal in relation to the infinite. The Rebbe spoke at length about this, but it is impossible to explain it in writing, because we are dealing with very exalted matters concerning the mysteries of God's dealing with the world. Those who heard these things from the Rebbe directly could perhaps have a glimpse of an understanding of the import of his words, even if they could not really grasp them fully. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom 122 I heard that the Rebbe once said, If a person did not have trust in God and wait for his salvation, he would have to become a traveler and a wanderer, just like many people do for their livelihood. The Rebbe was speaking of those who must support a family. In most cases, they do not have an adequate livelihood. They often lack clothing and other necessities. One person may lack a simple garment. Others may lack fine clothing and mansions. We must wait for God's help and not press the hour. Erevin 13b Do not try to take care of all your needs at once, but wait until God shows his mercy. The Rebbe said about himself, If I did not have patience when I needed something, if I would have pressed the hour and demanded it immediately, I would have had to borrow money and become a debtor. 
I would then be forced to wander and travel, trying to earn money. I would be just like the many others who are forced to go from place to place because of this. Realize this and live accordingly. Every man has much that he lacks. This includes householders and even the rich. It is also true of those who are supported by others. It is best to be satisfied with a minimum and run your household with what you have at the time. For example, it may appear to you that your wife and children need clothing. See his wisdom number 100. They may need it very badly, but still, do not press the hour and go into debt for it. Wait until the right time comes and you can pay for your needs. It is better to endure privation than to fall into debt. This is true even regarding food. How much more does it apply to clothing and housing? It is better to be in debt to yourself than to the storekeeper. It is better to be in debt to your family and owe them the clothing. In all such matters, you must wait for the proper time. It is written, The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in its time. Psalms 145.15 The Aleph Bet Book An Informer A. 1. Whoever informs against a fellow Jew to the authorities will in the end become a vagabond, have many opponents, and suffer that which he intended to bring upon that other person. Anyone connected with this informer will fall away, and whatever importance he may have had will be taken from him by the family of the wronged party. 2. Whoever informs against the tzaddik to the authorities loses his material possessions. 3. Killing an informer is permissible. 4. It is forbidden to hand over even a wicked person to be killed. Alcohol A. 1. When a person steals, his alcohol goes bad. 2. This also happens to one who is haughty. Kitzer Likute Moharan 1. Lesson number 66 13. Anger is detrimental to a person's livelihood, and consequently he is far from truth. This is because when a person's livelihood is scanty, he is thereby in need of other people, and as a result, he cannot pray honestly. In turn, he is unable to fulfill and to bring from potential to actual all of the mitzvot and holy things that he needs to do. 14. When a person prevails and breaks his anger, the spirit of Mashiach is thereby created and evoked, and it is considered as if the entire world and its fullness came into being and were created through his agency. Then he merits a good livelihood and is able to pray honestly to God alone, without false gestures and the like, for other people, God forbid. Moreover, he merits to bring from potential to actual all of the mitzvot and holy things that he needs to accomplish. 15. Shabbat is the concept of truth. Through this truth, the downfall of the wicked is effected, and the greatness of the tzaddikim and the righteous is revealed. In turn, holy speech attains its perfected state, and prayer, too, thereby reaches its perfection. Rabbi Nachman's Stories, The Master of Prayer On it are written all the paths from one universe to another. Elijah went up to heaven on one path, and that path is inscribed on the hand. Moses went up on a different path, and that path is also inscribed. Enoch went up to heaven in still another way, and that is also inscribed there. The paths from one world to another are also inscribed in the lines of the hand. Also inscribed on the hand is everything as it existed at the time of creation, the way it exists now, and the way it will exist later. Thus, Sodom is inscribed as it was when it was inhabited, before it was destroyed. The destruction and upheaval of Sodom is then inscribed, as well as the way Sodom exists after it was destroyed. Thus, inscribed on the hand is what was, what is, and what will be. On the hand, I also saw the land which you described, 
where you claim that the people are gods, as well as all the men who are going to seek help from them, all of them will be annihilated and destroyed. All the above was the answer that the Master of Prayer gave them. This was a great wonder to them. They realized that he was speaking the truth, since they were aware that everything could be drawn on maps. They also recognized his words as being true, because they saw that it was possible to bring together and connect two lines on the hand and form a letter. They realized that it would have been impossible for him to make up such an account. It was therefore a great wonder to them. Where is your king? they asked. Maybe he can tell us how to gain more wealth. You still want wealth, he replied. I don't want you to mention wealth at all. Still, they insisted, where is the king? Actually, I don't know where the king is, he answered. This is what happened. The master of prayer then related the following story. Rabnussen's Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 148 As for your immense, sincere desire to draw closer to God and to His Holy Torah, while it is extremely precious, you must still keep in mind the lesson He made He made them a tent for the sun, Lakute Maran 1, which teaches that the enthusiasm of the Jewish heart is infinite, but that it is impossible to serve God with such great enthusiasm. It is therefore necessary to contract the enthusiasm. You can see what is written there. Even if you think that this lesson must have been said for people greater than you, the truth is that you too must be aware of this. For even someone on a low level needs to restrict his zeal so that it does not burn excessively and end up simply confusing him. Then he will be able to do nothing at all due to excessive desire and yearning. There is much to say about this, but it is not possible in a letter. Besides which, there is no time. May God truly awaken your heart, and may you be able to feel the truth and pleasantness of the Rebbe's holy teachings. May you truly apply every one of them at all times, wherever you are. May you truly fulfill the verse, If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, here you are. Psalms 139.8 This verse contains the mystical meaning of the month of Elul. Likutei Moharan 1.6.4 May you really put it into practice, simply and truthfully, and fulfill what is written, Deuteronomy 4.39, Know today, and put it into your heart, that the Lord is God in the heavens above and on the earth below. There is no other. The words of your Father, who is very busy right now, who desires your eternal good and is praying for you. Nussan of Breslov. Letter number 149. With thanks to God, Sunday, Tavo 5594. Greetings to my dear son, Rabbi Yitzchak. May his light shine. I received your letter just now. I was happy to see your handwriting, but very pained to learn that you are still sick in bed. May God heal you and cure you quickly, and may he speedily give you back your full strength. For God's sake, my dear son, please stop all the worrying and dejection. Be fearless and undaunted. Depression and fear, God forbid, are extremely harmful to the body and even worse for the soul. Fortify your heart fearlessly and place your hope in God, who has helped you thus far. He will not abandon you. He will cure you and soon give you back your strength and you will be able to be with us on Rosh Hashanah. As for your fervent desire that I come visit you again, while the trip is extremely difficult for me, out of love for you, I will make sure to get there this week to see you, God willing, in life and good health. But, my dear son, do not spend a lot of time yearning for me to come because it is impossible for me to be there every day. I am very busy with many different matters as well as with my work for heaven, as you know. My hands are stretched forth to God day and night that He will have pity and compassion on us and let you quickly recuperate and involve yourself in Torah and devotion. 
all the days of your life for many good years to come. The words of your father praying for you, Nassan of Breslov. Reb Nassan's letters, year two, letter number 385. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love, in particular to my distinguished friend, Reb Yaakov, may his light shine. I very much want you to come for this Shabbat. You do what you think is best, but because of my great love for you, I could not restrain myself from reminding you for your eternal good, especially, especially since I know that your heart is completely with us and that your soul is bound to mine. Are you going to delay so long over a foolishness such as this, which has wormed its way into your heart? This is not the way. This does not befit you at all, nor anyone else who has a modicum of intelligence in his head. Enough said about this for now. The words of your true eternal friend, Nassim, the same. Greetings to my beloved friend, whom I love heart and soul, the learned and illustrious fruit of a tzaddik, Reb Nachman, may his light shine, grandson of our master, teacher, and Rebbe, of holy, sainted memory. I already wrote many words of truth to you in my letter to my son, may he live. Be sure to fulfill them and to come here at once. God willing, when I speak to you here face to face, you will understand the correctness of what I said. Aside from that, you need to be here to talk with me for your own benefit in this world and the next, forever. God, who knows what is hidden, knows how terribly distressed I am by your pain, and that I mention you all the time in my prayers, particularly at the Rebbe's holy gravesite. But it is extremely difficult to help a person if there is no arousal whatsoever on his part. This is the reason that people bring pidyonot, redemptions, to tzaddikim, and ask them to pray for them, even though it is known that the tzaddikim are constantly praying about the sufferings of Israel, and that the tzaddikim give over their entire lives for them. But it is difficult to help someone with no arousal from below at all. There is a great deal to say about this, but it is impossible in this context. Besides, there is no time. This will suffice for one who desires the truth. God knows that my only motivation for wanting to speak with you is your own good, and I am obligated to minister to our master, teacher, and Rebbe of holy sainted memory and to work for the good of his precious descendants, may they live. I have nothing with which to help them except the words of truth that I received from him. But with God's help, this is a greater help and salvation than thousands and ten thousands worth of gold and silver, as is written, Psalms 119.72, The Torah of your mouth is worth more to me than thousands in gold and silver. And this is especially true for awesome original teachings such as these. May the Lord our God, who is truth, illuminate the truth in your heart, so that you really and truly understand these words of mine. Skip over all the vanity which is impeding you, and return to the truth. Then you will enjoy good in this world and the next, forever and for all eternity. Encouraging and rousing you for your good, and waiting to see you in life, peace and joy. Nasan the same. Shemot HaTzadikim Ahava, Avua Berav Ada Ahava Bray the Rabbi Zera, the Rabbi Zeira, Rav Ahilai, Bar Ahini, Rav Aharon, Avya, Rav Avira Sava, On Bar Emi, Rabbi Unya, Unklos Hager, Ustia, Uri, Abba Orian Ishtsaiden, Rabbi Oshaya, son of Rabbi Yehuda Habosem, Rabbi Oshaya Rava, Bar Chama Barbisna, Rabbi Oshaya Barchia, Rabbi Oshaya Zeira de Minchevraya, Oshaya Ishtaria, Rabbi Oshaya Bar Shamai, Hoshaya Hakoin, Hoshaya Barzeira, Hoshaya Barzavda, Rav Hoshaya Bereder of Idi, Rav Hoshaya Bereder of Simla de Kisrin. Rebbe Prayers 1. Prayer number 133. 
195. When I call, answer me, my righteous God. In my distress, you have relieved me. Be gracious and hear my prayer. Master of the world, you are filled with compassion. You are good and do good to all. Help me open my eyes, heart, and mind to always look at the benefits you give me and the forbearance that you show me for the good, giving me comfort even within my difficulties. Only because of this do I still live and exist in the midst of all my oppressions and troubles of spirit and body. They have surrounded me, encompassed me, and crushed me, so that I can barely turn to the right or to the left, and I do not know where to flee to escape my own self. I myself caused everything that I am undergoing with my many sins, evil deeds, and disgraceful thoughts. Nevertheless, your kindness has not left me. The kindness of Hashem has not ceased, for your compassion has not been exhausted. For your kindness is great toward me, and you rescued my spirit from the lowest depths of Shaol. You are kind to me every day, every moment, and every hour. If not for the wondrous, awesome, and elevated kindness that you bestow on me at every moment, I would have been lost in my impoverishment. If Hashem had not been my help, in an instant my soul would have dwelt in silence. In your vast kindness and compassion, help me and save me so that at every moment, hour, and minute, I will feel, see, and recognize your kindness and goodness, and I will see and find all the comfort and salvation that you give me, even within the narrow places. May I always rejoice in your salvation and always take strength and pray to you, whatever the situation may be. May I always thank you for the past and cry out to you for the future. Strengthening Holy Faith May my heart not be at all twisted regarding your good, straight, and direct guidance and ways. In everything that I and all of the Jewish people undergo, may I believe with complete faith that you are righteous and just, that you guide your world with kindness and your creatures with compassion. Hashem is good to all, and His compassion rests on all His works. Have compassion on me, you who are filled with compassion and kindness at every moment. Expel and nullify every type of twistedness in my heart. May my heart not consider any thought that questions your ways and guidance. May I have the merit of gazing at your breadth and your wonderful kindness and goodness at every moment. Even within sorrow, you give us comfort in wondrous ways and with great salvation. Besides that, at every moment I look forward to you bringing me forth and redeeming me quickly out of all my troubles entirely. Save me with a complete salvation. You are our Father, who is compassionate to the poor. You save us at a time of trouble. May your compassion be stirred for us now at this time of trouble. Answer us, Hashem, answer us, because we are in great distress. Rock of Israel, arise to help Israel. Help us and save us. Guard us and rescue us from any blemish in holy faith during everything that we undergo in these times. You know the bitterness of the multiple troubles that are now occurring to your nation, the house of Israel. In addition to all our troubles that have reached our soul, these grow stronger and spread until they twist the hearts of the children of Israel so that they question your traits and compromise their holy faith in you, heaven forbid, and there is no one to stand up on our behalf. Have compassion on us for the sake of your name. Look at our impoverishment, because our pains and the troubles of our heart are many. Guardian of Israel, guard the remnant of Israel, and in your great compassion have pity on every soul of Israel so that no one will fall away from holy faith as a result of what the Jewish people are presently undergoing. To the contrary, as a result of this, let us strengthen and arouse ourselves to truly return to you with all our heart. We will appeal, pray, and cry out to you until you answer us, and we will know and believe that you will not abandon us forever, heaven forbid. Hashem will not forsake his nation, and he will not abandon his inheritance. 
Hashem will not forsake his nation for the sake of his great name, for Hashem has sworn to make you his nation. Help us, God of our salvation, for the sake of the honor of your name. Rescue us and forgive our sins for the sake of your name. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer.